hey guys, this is Sheila Gunn-Reed and this podcast is brought to you by our friends at Freedom Passport. Do you know your rights? Freedom Passport resembles a Canadian passport, but it contains the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms in an easy to read format that you can take anywhere you go. And boy, I think you need that with you more than ever. To get your Freedom Passport today, it's easy. Visit freedompassport.ca. Now enjoy the show. Good afternoon, perhaps even good evening or good morning, Dakota Christensen. You know what? Depending where you are. Depending where you are. Very Truman Show of me. Welcome to the Rebel News Daily Livestream. Rebelnews.com slash livestreams is where you can get the daily feed where we are hosting it. Because we're either on Rumble, Super U, Odyssey, Getter, Getter said at the same time, YouTube. So many possibilities, Dakota, <laughs> but all of them love us except for youtube youtube hates us we're demonetized there so you can't exactly communicate with us through paid chats on there of course we do that through rumble rants odyssey hyper chats and super you shouts so get on one of those platforms if you want to ask us a question give us a comment talk about how handsome we are today as the most handsome men on rebel news and perhaps canada and canadian news dakota you know, I think all of broadcasting, at the very least in the Canadian space. very least in and Canada. And soon like, enough, if, you know, we get B, uh, Bill C-11 passed, you're going to be forced to watch exclusively Canadian content. Hopefully. And uh, so it means just us. You know, we have no international competition. If you thought there wasn't enough Canadian content on Canadian channels, if you hadn't heard that Drake song enough times, you're mistaken, mister. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, so give us your questions and comments, and we'll get to them throughout the show. The health minister yesterday announced um, Omar Algebra. He's been doing the algebra, doing the math. He's been doing all the calculations, the hard work, the mm -hmm. science the that we science hear so much The science trademark of. behind the mandates. So they've dropped the mandate for flying and travel by train and producer Efron's favorite method of travel, speedboat, mm. I believe might have been even uh, restricted. And they still want you to get a booster, of course, but the restrictions aren't completely off Dakota. Um, you still have to wear a mask for some reason. You still have to quarantine if you could come if you come back to Canada without a vaccination. Mm -hmm. And if you're not Canadian, you still have to be vaccinated to come in, yep. which is weird because you could I like unless you're a Ukrainian refugee. That's true. It's true. Refugee status is exempt from all, mm -hmm. you know. Canadian problems. Yeah, or if you're coming up Roxham Road or any Roxham Road. As long as you're coming through legally. The you're Bering be Strait. Yes. Maybe from the Chinese mines in <laughs> in the Arctic that we hear so much about. But conceivably you could go to the United States and mull around with a hundred thousand unvaccinated Floridians and come mm -hmm. back and that's fine. But you can't come to the country if you're not there. We're it doesn't make any sense, of course, but from their mm -hmm. side, I'm sure they would say, but yeah, well, we just need you to be safe. We're doing it so that we can be safe as possible. You still have to quarantine. Yeah. You know, we always err on the side of public health and public safety, and it's what the Canadian people mm -hmm. want us to do, says Omar Al-Gabra. So why can't they just drop them all at once, Dakota? They never do this. They always say there's going to be a date um, that we're dropping them. They can never do it right away. The safety can wait. And also, why can they never drop all the restrictions at once? I think it's because at this moment, it's, you know, you have people celebrating like, yeah, I'm unvaccinated and I can now get back onto a plane or a train in Canada. So people are celebrating. It's like the government has given you something that they shouldn't have taken away in the first place while still holding on to control in the other ways mm -hmm. of, oh, this is just a temporary suspension. Oh, you still have to wear all the masks. The, oh, you still have to be vaccinated if you're foreign national. You still have to quarantine if you're coming back across another border. So remember all those commercials about via rail, how amazing it is to be on a train. Imagine being on a train and having a mask on the whole time. I can't conceive it. Yeah, especially if you're like in your own compartment on a train. Yeah. The glass door, like a sense. nice yeah. Russian train. Literally just you, like the in whoever's in, in your compartment with you. Those you know? were great missions in GoldenEye, you know, mm. uh, the train mission. You know what I'm talking about. Can't say I do. No, I can't say. Well, whatever, Dakota. Um, so let us know if you why you think the mandates aren't fully dropped. If you think they're going to come back, a lot of people seem to think they're going to come back in the fall. Uh, I'd like to see what the basis for that would be, or what you mm. think it would be. I'm hoping it doesn't come back. And um, I don't know even know if we can talk about this next story on YouTube. We're going to have to tread lightly as to the reasons why Justin Bieber has some sort of facial paralysis. Mm. Um, What's the name? Do we remember? You guys want to look up what the uh, name is? Was it Ramsey Hunt? Yeah, there you go. We I have think. a walking dictionary and encyclopedia mm. in Dakota. So he got Ramsey Hunt disease, which some say is a something from something. 
Yes, they do say these things. They Apparently, do. a Ramsey Hunt syndrome, if I'm like going off, you know, mm-hmm. Mayo Clinic or wherever okay. you might find your medical news, uh, it's caused by the shingles virus or something similar, I believe. So uh, the the narrative is that he had Lyme disease and then shingles and then Ramsey Hunt. I mean, this is unless mm. I don't think Justin Bieber is doing a lot of drugs personally, maybe when he was younger, but. I don't see uh, a super rich person not getting proper medical care when they have Lyme disease and then getting two more things at the end of that. That's just me. His wife, who's very young, a Baldwin, by the way, and we know how they have demonic powers. And (laughs) just kidding. She's very Christian. Um, And she's got some problems as well that people say are caused by certain things that can't be mentioned on YouTube or else will be triple demonetized. But... It's very, you know, both of them ha- just happen to have these things happening together. Blood clots she had, of course. And uh, the narrative of that one is she had uh, some sort of congenital disease, uh, a hole in her heart, I saw somebody say. Mm. I saw another person say it was a hole in her brain. Who knows what to believe, but the believers are out in full force. I have a conspiracy of my own, Dakota. Oh, yeah? It's that the Tim Beebs fanny packs and toques don't actually exist. Uh, okay. I mean... I went looking for them the first time they came out, and there was a couple were, days were after. Were they ever the... supposed to be publicly available? These yes. Tim Beebs, Tukes, and Fanny Packs? Yes. I, know, I didn't know. I thought they were just, you know, come buy your Tim Beebs, Tim Bits. And no. Drink so the first time they came out, a few days into it, I was like, oh, that's fine. It's sold out by mm-hmm. now. But the very first day, on my way to work, I go, and they're just like, oh, no, we don't have those. Wow. Are people really, and producer Efron com- is combative with me on this, are people <laughs> really going out at 6 in the morning? to Tim Hortons and buying toques and fanny packs for Justin Bieber? Maybe they are. When you think about it, that's when people are at Tim Hortons. It's 6 a.m. to get their morning coffee. But the crossover of 6 a.m. workers. while they're there, though, it's the workers there. Be like, oh, yeah, you get any of those those toques or fanny packs for me, you know? Stuff my Tim in my fanny pack. All I was able to get is a tumbler. Why? I don't know. I thought it'd be funny to come on the live stream in a Tim Biebs toque and fanny pack. And then maybe I'd gift one to producer Efron since he's mm-hmm. the fanny pack god of a lot of producer Efron com- commentary and content here today. But yeah. we'll probably keep going. So my theory is it doesn't actually exist. Um, the other theory is that Tim Horton's <laughs> corporate has poisoned Justin Bieber for not doing <laughs> enough commercials. He's got a commercial where he doesn't say anything. He just sits there and drink, takes a sip of his it's coffee. It's literally just the fact that they have him in the commercial, Tim Hortons. He just slapped the name Justin Bieber, Tim Biebs, you know, the branding, whatever that deal is. It's a goldmine for them both. I well, think. I think it's because they they don't want him to them to be able to double up the commercials on radio mm. as well. Ah, Very yeah. deep into Justin Bieber's contract yeah, with anyway. Tim Hortons here. But uh, what's happening now is comedians and commentators are doing jokes about him, of course, because they think it's half has to do with that thing that starts with the letter V. So comedian Ben Bankus, of course, made a video about it. I mean, I wouldn't do this, Dakota. Elijah Schaefer also made fun of it, uh, Mm -hmm. and he's slightly offensive sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't do it because I think it's a little too mean even for me. But the fact that people are getting death threats for making jokes about a super famous person is kind of insane. Let's click click on the right one. Because this one isn't really a death threat. They're this one. So Ben Bankus, he sent me some of them. He told me mm-hmm. not to post them, but they're there. He deleted the Bieber video because Bieber fans were wishing death upon him and nobody got time for that. Um, but he sent me a couple. And yeah. they're there. The death threats are and there. And I mean, like, they're just they're making videos. They're making memes. This is a big thing in the news. They're a comedian and, well, Elijah, you know, gets on his call a comedian. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But they're making memes. He's a meme lord. We'll give him that. So... They're making videos, comedy videos and memes about Justin Bieber and the death threats and the psychotic, like, <laughs> animus towards them kill me. Just the response they're getting it from these kind of looks like crazy, the Joker yeah. there, Dakota. Yeah, I think, mean, you know, it's pretty funny, you know. And go back to go my tweet, and if you t- put the response, you can see one of the death threats Elijah got. People are threatening his family. You want to pull that back up? Yeah, because that's, that's the news item here is these crazed Bieber fans, like from all, no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, no matter what crevice of the internet you're in, you're going to find some really hardcore Bieber fans. And they are so obsessed with Justin yeah. Bieber that if you mock their god. Uh, yeah, that one there. Yeah, they're going crazy with the death threats. I, my favorite was some of the ones from Elijah Schaefer with uh, like threatening witchcraft upon him or something. Uh, there's Here's, some the yeah, dead chicken. Part four. And this one says, I really hope this one stays 
uh, always straps out, steps out strapped. Dallas ain't big enough for you. Like, I don't believe these death threats, but they're basically saying, I'm going to kill your wife. I hope yeah. she carries a gun, which is insane. And then, so I shared this stuff yesterday because I know both of them. And people, there's so many, if you go to the retweets on, mm. on my tweet, there's so many people, good, deserved. And I click on a couple of them. These are like, one of them was an adult woman, 26 years old, just being like, good, deserved, deserved. See that? Like, I'm just yeah. wondering why <laughs> make Justin deserved. look like Ellen Page. Yeah, but these are all, many of which are adults saying that it is deserved. Mm. So joke, mean joke, deserving of death threat. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just it's crazy that people are treating like this is sacrilege. Like this is the response you would get if you're publishing cartoons of the Prophet Muhammad. I was saying earlier, it's like that level of like, how dare you defy? <laughs> yeah. You know, this is sacrilege. You've how drawn dare Justin you? Bieber? Yeah. Well, I, know, um, I thought it was so funny to see just how crazed people were getting over these jokes they were making about Justin Bieber. It's like, sure, you can say, you know, hey, guys, that's not funny. He's got a medical condition right now. But like to go insane and, you know, say I'm going to murder your entire family, Elijah. Well, if I was a CTV or CBC reporter, I'd be doing a big story here about how hard it is to be a journalist mm, online yeah. and the type of abuse you receive because yes. not everybody agrees with me and they sent me mean messages. But, uh, you know, it's part and parcel, as they say, of the intranets. Next, uh, Dakota, something we were reading together earlier, mm. sitting cross-legged on the carpet, uh, was this Toronto police report about racial disparities. Which one are we going to use here? There's a CP24 and a CBC. The CBC is the nice graph. Which yeah, do we want to pull that one up? I don't know. You know Olivia. Whichever, whichever is best. So basically the crux of the article I was reading, which was a veteran at CP24 of the political crime scene, I guess you could call it. Mm. He was his point seemed to be that there were so many racial disparities. Um, I think the overall theme of it, without explicitly saying it, is how discriminatory the Toronto police are. But it's mm -hmm. from a survey or from data which includes 900 plus incidents of uses of force by the police, and they're talking about the overrepresentation of certain races, including whites, in this data. But when you're talking about this, it's like only a couple hundred because we're talking about 900 people here. Yeah. So there's, they've labeled it. Toronto's as, big. Yeah. They've labeled it as black, white, Southeast Asian. Um, I think Indian was another one, mm -hmm. but I guess that's Southeast Asia and indigenous, which we have 17 different words to describe that. And they're talking about, as you can see, things like 2.2% mm -hmm. more or 1.6% representation. Um, so we're talking about instead of six people, it's actually been eight people. Yeah. These are the type of numbers we're talking about. Maybe it's 20 and 25, but you get what I'm saying when it's less than a, a percentage of 900 people. And what it turns out, Dakota, as you saw, it was one of those graphs on CBC mm -hmm. that the Toronto police force is actually less white than the population of Toronto. Yeah, that's the thing I was reading through one of the articles. I'm like, okay, so like there are a few things here. First, just like you were saying, like they're making it seem like this is some white supremacist police organization. Like you do know how diverse the Toronto police service is with their diversity quotas and hiring, or it's like they're exclusively trying to hire people of racial minorities right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we look at their representation, so it's like, are you saying that the Toronto police force, which is more, has more representation in these black and Asian indigenous populations is the racist police force discriminating against these black and Asian and indigenous populations in Toronto. Just like, okay, is that what you're saying? I don't know. It's well, interesting. Well, the the data points that go through seem to show that for each race, there are different points of overrepresentation. Mm -hmm. For example, one of them was who gets strip searched the most, and yep. it was white people. And but the other side of that is that it's also people who've been arrested for more times. So like, you're really going to argue that. Uh, black and indigenous people who've been arrested f more than four times, they're being searched too much. Like that's mm -hmm. the hill you're going to die on. Maybe not. But these are the points that are being pointed out in these articles. And then things like robberies and stuff are overrepresented. 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 Correct. In other, <laughs> in other races. So yes. there seems to be different crimes that are showing different representations in different ethnicity groups. And when I looked at all the data, because I wanted to make sure I was getting everything right before, you know, 
Dean Blundell comes after us. Mm-hmm, of course. From his uh, seat, his retirement home. Um, it's it, it's spread across the board. I don't know what else you want to say. It's like 2.2 percent uh, brutal or not even brutality, physical interactions with police or or use of force out of it's 2.2 points higher than the population uh, dissemination, which is going to end up being like 10 people more, if that. Yeah. And you can say that it would be if you um, extrapolate from that, that it's going to be a gigantic difference. But we're talking about the one city. You can't really say that the rest of the province, mm-hmm. you can't say that Durham region police interactions are going to be the same. Um, it, here's a quote. In other words, black people made up about 10 percent of the city's population. But uh, that year faced 22.6 percent of police enforcement. So if we take 10% of 900, that's 90. Mm-hmm. And if the number was actually 22.2%, then that's 180. Yeah, yeah, because it's such a small sample size they're using. But also my other question in this was, because the first was, okay, well, what's the racial makeup of the police force? The exactly. second was, okay, well, what's the racial uh, makeup of those who are actually committing the crimes? Because that was yeah. not a factor they discussed no, at all. No. It's like, okay, this is the population. These are the people who are arrested or strip searched or used force against. So it's like, okay, well, what about the rates of criminal activity as well? I don't think well? they're allowed to collect that think, data. I know, I was going to say, you would think that would be an important factor in this in determining whether or not they were actually racially profiling yeah i don't know i mean again like i'm not one to be big on defending the toronto police no, right now uh, they don't like us i'm pretty sure we're in the middle of a lawsuit against them for aren't we i don't know we're in a lot of lawsuits against a lot of police forces mm. uh but yeah i just you know so the, like the big headline across the news is like, oh big study breaks looking at the data the toronto police are racist and i'm like are they i don't know could they be sure but the data they're showing doesn't really prove anything to me yeah, exactly. But the headline here with CBC, your tax dollars at work, we do not accept mm-hmm. your apology, Adv- unnamed advocate, of course. Yes. Toronto police use more force against black people with little explanation data shows. But you don't have who commits the most crime. And you also don't say who are the race of the police officers. You're like, doesn't yeah. that matter? If you're going to say, if you're going to take 100 cases of use of force against black people, are you not going to note the race of the officer? Yeah. Before you determine that it's racist, you can determine that it might be unjustified without you knowing the race of the person. Yeah. Like a person stole a chocolate bar and you beat them with a billy club, probably unjustified. Yep. But is it going to be racist without knowing the race of the officer who's doing it? That's the thing that they won't. That's why they don't include it in the title, basically. And there's supposed to be this thing in your head, Dakota. I know you write as well, so you know the voice inside your head that says, "Am I like reaching here?" It's the yeah. same uh, voice that does that never reaches Blog To, and they say, "Here are <laughs> tweets of seven people that agree with my narrative." Here, there's supposed to be this voice inside your head of, "Am I being misleading?" And the person who writes this title knows what they're doing when they don't include that extra information. The person who writes the article knows what they're doing when they don't. Um, research or dive into the actual determining factors of what is and what is not racism here. If it's racism, I'm sure 99% of people are going to say, yes, let's point that out. It's bad. As Ben Shapiro would say, I'll stand with you. But when you purposely avoid it because you want people to click on it so that the government gives you more tax dollars, then you're, I would wager you're not a good writer. And that's why nobody, that's why no one will remember your name. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because like I don't think anyone was really thinking that at all in terms of, hmm, could I be misleading here? Is this it's really, guys, look, the new study broke. Go, go, go. It's time to, you know, post headlines everywhere about how racist the police are. It's like, well, that is okay. what the blog, the one blog TO writer wrote. And I know we're not uh, looking at one of their articles, but they'll have one, I'm sure. But yeah. uh, that's one of the what the girl said, who is one of the editors. Uh, who smeared Dave Portnoy said, you know, we're just in the business of getting clicks. The rage clicks. Exactly. Rage clicks sell Dakota Christensen. Mm-hmm. Um, if we could take a sharp right turn, left it's turn maybe, right. it's all in to reverse. The, um, the battle of trans and drag queens this Pride Month versus people coming out against it, I think is at its mm. all-time peak. Yeah. We're getting, well, let's include those kids at strip clubs and bars versus mm-hmm. let's accost those people and put a stop to it. And they were coming to a spearhead right at the tip of my hair point. And uh, things are going all across the country, all across the continent, frankly. I don't think this is going to happen in England. But uh, people are (laughs) coming out to try to put a stop to it. We saw it in Texas. We've seen it in a few other uh, districts. This one that we're going to show is um, 
child sexuality drag queen story hour, and we're calling it that because the people in this video are alleging, uh, lawsuit, mm -hmm. um, that the person who's doing this drag queen story hour talks about what they would like to sexually do with children on their YouTube videos. Yeah. So this is an accusation. This is not Rebel News' position, nor its subsidiaries. Mm -hmm. Rebel News Espanol and Rebel News Canada and Rebel News UK and Australia. Having said that, Dakota, um, if you're not doing anything wrong, why did they leave, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, before we get to this video, do you think that these people should be going in there and stopping this? Is there another route? What, is, what would Dakota do? That's a good question. I mean, you, you, the viewers, will see this video. I probably, like, I don't know if I'd be so confrontational and get in there and be like, oh, pedophile children. But on the other hand, it's like, if I, you know, as they believed that a pedophile was actually sitting down in a public library with children, I don't know, like, I because the, the person threatens to call the police on them and say, good, get the police in there. I probably wouldn't get in there and start screaming. I'd just say, okay, I'm going to call the police and tell them there's a pedophile with children in the library. Well, maybe in San Francisco, they may, might not do anything is the yeah, problem. Yeah, that's true. If uh, anybody in the back has a free hand to try to find out who the drag queen is and look up uh, his YouTube videos, maybe we can see for ourselves. But can we queue up this uh, video in this, what I assume is a library or something or a school? I think it's a public library. Okay, I that's think. where they love to do it because yeah. then the schools don't get in trouble. So who brought the tranny? Who, who brought the pedophile? Hold on. No, thank you. Who brought the pedophile? We want to know. We want to know. Oh, we're medically exempt. Thank you, though. <laughs> they just try to pull the who mask the pedophile? immediately. I just want to know. It's for, well, then why is the pedophile here? Why did you? No, no, no. We want to know why there's a pedophile here. We saw videos of what I'm that sorry, thing does. Yeah. Why did you? Uh, hey, it's got videos. You see a lot of pedophiles in here. To to children. Yeah. Why did you allow the pedophiles? On YouTube of what it wants to do to little children. Why did you bring the pedophile? I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah. Why would you bring your children? Yeah, I what I like to hear them yeah. say yeah. is. Hey, you should be Have you seen the video where this guy says this and this and describe what he says so that these people can know that you're not just an angry person? But Dakota, on the same. At the same time, at some point, people are going to start doing this, and I don't think the librarians are going to like. This as you can see here, the librarians don't can't really do much against a couple of men defending children. Yeah. So if they're right, and this person is that way, I think they're probably doing the right thing. They're not hurting anybody. And they said they got tickets, like they reserved their seats. What is wrong with you? Tell me, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? This is sick. This is sick. Why are you? You should be disgusted. Call them. There's a pedophile here with children. Call them. This is disgusting. What the hell is wrong with you people? These poor children. What is wrong with you sick people? Get out of here, you pedophile. Get out of here. You're not safe here. Get out of here. Yeah, it's disgusting. Look, no, this is sick. You are sick. I like how the people are you just are sort of like the fathers children. there, just sort of sitting around. These poor children. And like, do you these believe in this? Then how why aren't you defending you it? You do you not believe in it? Why aren't you, you also disagreeing with it? I don't understand. Maybe you're not involved. This yeah. is over. This is over. It's over forever. No more. No more sick pedophiles here. No, you are sick. Well, if we can find out who the the drag queen was and see what they do say online, um, then maybe we can get to that. But I think this is going to happen more and more, Dakota. Yeah, I think my favorite line is uh, these ungodly whores. I just I <laughs> thought that was hilarious. But yeah, okay. From the perspective of if you thought that this was just an innocent person, an innocent man dressed up as a woman, classic drag queen reading children's stories, and you saw this, you said, "Look at this guy screaming, calling this drag queen a pedophile." You'd be like, "What? Are all drag queens pedophiles?" And you know, they look kind of like they're crazy, just going to public library screaming. But then again, I know nothing about the background of this person. Yeah, Panda Dulce. Dolce, yeah. I believe it's supposed to be. Well, it depends uh, if you're Italian. Let's see their website. I guess so. Let's see the website. Let's see if we can get yeah. to the YouTube videos and maybe we'll... A, if it's on YouTube, then it's allowed to be on YouTube and we yeah. can play it. This is a live investigation into the Kyle background Casey of this Chu. individual. 
But yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you know, if she really wore key, I, I don't know. Was, I guess it's a it's man a dressed up as a woman. It's a drag queen. Okay. So if he like, is literally, you know, bragging about pedophilia on his YouTube channel, then. You know. Hopefully, let's find a YouTube clip of that, uh, of this person. But Dakota, I think the glaring question that everybody has is why do you need to involve children in this? Yeah. Historically, I'll say, as up to like a few years ago, Drag queens were always this thing that girls and their friends sometimes went and saw at bars, drag queen bars or gay bars or some bar that was putting on the performance. Mm -hmm. And then it became TV shows that girls liked watching because they liked the makeup and everything, the pageantry that goes oh, into yes. it. But at some point it was like, let's show this to kids because we want to be accepting. Why do you need children to accept it? It's not yeah. like, uh, what's an example? Like, I don't even know. Like, Nobody who just has a hobby of doing something just wants to force it on kids unless kids show the interest, which I guarantee you they haven't. No kids just being like, I went to this bar and I like now they are. But yeah, it's, it's the whole thing about like forcing this whole drag drag queen story time or whatever. And bring like literally like in, like in Dallas, bringing kids to a gay bar to watch a drag queen go up and down and like do strip stuff and have the kids mm -hmm. pay them. Like all of that is like literally people are getting angry at, you know, Republicans for being like, oh, grooming, you're a bunch of groomers. But like, what else do you call it when you're literally going and saying, oh, we need to expose kids to this at exactly. a young age to help them to, uh, you know, find it, more, find it more palatable, normalize this for children. It's like, no, like why? Well, this the <laughs> rebuttal to that, which I've seen is, well, then what isn't grooming? Is forcing kids to become Catholics grooming? Well, you can debate that. I'm sure the Catholics would like like to debate that with yeah. you because they'd go with what are we teaching versus what are you teaching? Mm -hmm. And and so like if these people want to have these debates, then I say do it. But the problem that that arises in almost all of these situations is they can't, they don't want to talk about it. Yeah. It's get away, leave us alone. But the time is long past yeah. where you can just be like, I don't have to talk about it, especially when you involve kids. Yeah. And by that line, I think that's a great point. It's like, okay, well, if you say, for example, like if you're a Catholics, are you grooming children? Well, if you're comparing what they're doing to a re to religious instruction, you're saying this is treating it like a religion. It's like you were trying to instruct children and raise children in this way of going to drag queen shows and it's like okay especially when you're doing this in public schools and public places like this isn't a drag queen institute or like a catholic school would be <laughs> like this is like a public library or a public a drag school. queen institute of higher learning i'd also yeah. help ask them their opinion on other worldly religions because that always gets them too yeah um and and ask them their opinions on that did we manage to find a video from this person or mm-hmm Interesting. Ah. So why would we pull it if something's perfectly reasonable, Dakota? Yeah, reports that this has been pulled from YouTube. Interesting. Huh. So maybe we're on to something. Rebelinvestigates.com. Yeah. Um, there's also a queer ethics professor, Dakota. Yes, I'm reading off that, our that's wonderful... That's a great title. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a professor of queer ethics. Yes. Like, okay. There's also a, a professor of chair ethics, as I look around the room. Mm. Ethics of uh, bovine agriculture. I'm mm. sure there's ethics of literally everything. If of we're going to have ethics of sexuality, yes. um, why do you need that? There's probably a problem if you need to – usually there's <laughs> ethics when things can go bad, like uh, yeah, ethics well, of um, journalism or ethics of psychology. Yeah. When people have done bad things, that's usually when the ethics come in. Yeah, I'm curious as to just like – yeah, I mean, there's nothing to do with the headline other than the title, but just the title of queer ethics professor. Like, what are queer ethics? Is it not just ethics of sexuality in general? Why specifically, specifically a queer, queer ethics? I don't and know. Why do you have ethics this for your weird. sexuality? So they're calling for pedophilia to be destigmatized. This, if we were monetized, yeah. we'd be this would be a demonetizing stream. Um, to be destigmatized and taught in school. This is by this is so it's so lame how Zero Hedge has been like Tyler Durden. I'm some guy in 2005 who thought it was cool to write on. Under a Brad Pitt pseudonym. Mm. Um, queer ethics professor calls for pedophilia to be destigmatized and taught in schools, excuse me, a so-called ethics professor from Norway. Let's click on the Summit News one, that link right there, please. I don't want to read anonymous guy's post. Queer ethics professor calls for pedophilia to be destigmatized and taught in schools, uh, published by uh, Steve something that I can't read right now. Um, Steve Watson. So probably just Paul Joseph Watson's brother. Yeah. Um, is it actually? I have no oh, idea. Okay. <laughs> Let's read some of it. Uh, from Norway has claimed that pedophilia should be classed as an innate sexuality and taught in schools. 
Yes, really. Redux reports. We are three levels deep now into reports. Yeah. Ollie Martin Moen from Oslo Metropolitan University is calling for the destigmatization, destigmatization of pedos, as they like to say in England, claiming that the, quote, mental state of, the, of, fi of finding children sexually attractive is very common, end quote. Moen, a gay man who identifies as, quote, queer, also claims that a significant, quote, percentage of high school students have an innate pedophilic sexual identity, something he equates with those who identify. Um, so do, doing a bit of injustice for your own cause here when you're saying that pedophilia innately is identified within the LGBTQ plus IA double X triple Y um, H Q H two O. HGTV. <laughs> so you're basically saying yeah. this is something that's part of our movement, which of yeah. course the L, I'm guessing the L's and the G's don't want that associated with them. Um, yeah, the pedophilia. Not. I mean, like, that's a pretty hard line of yes. like. I like, think we can, personally, I think yeah. we can stop at LG and maybe B and leave it there. I've been going, yeah, I, I don't, when I'm actually reading something seriously, I don't include the, the T in it. I'm, I just don't think it's the same thing. But uh, this person saying that it's innate with their movement of the LGBTQ, blah, 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 and also that high school students are innately pedophilic in some way. So you're yeah. basically saying that a, a, when a 16-year-old is attracted to a 14-year-old or something like that, like they're already below the age of, and yeah. like, or be, like they're already below. Yeah. You can't just be like a, a teenager being attracted to another teenager makes them a pedophile. Exactly. No, no, that because makes you an if insane that one teenager is like, oh no, like so you know, seventeen year old and eighteen year old, one of those is a legal adult, Andrew, and the other one's a teenager. So that's probably what yeah. their point is. Like nineteen to seventeen makes you. I think everybody knows the difference. Um, criminally and legislatively, there is a big difference. There's also the age of consent and uh, and twelve year olds uh, for criminality in Canada. So like, you can't be charged for murder if you're under twelve. Mm -hmm. um, but I'd like to know where this professor gets his, all of his science com yeah. comes but, from. But I mean, even just the general argument there about, well, it's actually, it's a very common thing yeah, to have yeah. uh, these minor attracted persons. It's a, it's a very common sexual orientation to be, first of all, when you're talking about sexual orientation, you're implying that like, you know, this is just a normal like, oh yeah, this is the kind of person you're attracted exactly. to. Say it's like children. Billy identifies yeah. as this. Yeah, but the argument that, oh, well, it's just a very common thing. It's common. It's like, okay, it could be very common for people to want to kill their siblings. I mean, oh, we should normalize murdering yourself. <laughs> Fratricide should just be normalized, Andrew. You know what? Your brother upsets you, kill him. That should be normal. It's a normal impulse to have. You are a walking thesaurus, Dakota Christensen. Mm. Um, there seems to be an ongoing theme here today, I've noticed. And it is Pride Month. It is and Pride pe Month. People, like I said, the peaks are, you know, the mountains are crashing into each other. The Titanic is meeting the iceberg here, mm. and things are really going off the chains. And I promise you, we will, <laughs> we will only have one more topic on this. Um, <sighs> it's a big thing now to include tampons in men's restrooms now for those who are menstruating people and mm -hmm. persons. Of course. And I think this is a video. Um, of a guy finding tampons in a bathroom, and this is, and I know I understand the counter argument, which I like to think of the other side in these times is going to be, well, that's only one place, that's just their decision. But it is hap if you look for it, it is happening in many, many places. There's been mm -hmm. huge controversies, and uh, I think I referenced Matt Walsh earlier. He was involved in the uh, the school board where they had intersex bathrooms and there was sexual assault happening, and uh, they ignored it, and and. Intersex bathrooms, or I guess two gendered or open bathrooms, there's going to be problems. Like there's yeah. innately going to be problems. And I think back to a time where resident cool guy, formerly of CNN, Chris Cuomo, said it doesn't happen. Yeah. And then there's examples all across the country that happen if you actually just look into it, usually from smaller news outlets because they're the only ones who report them locally. This is a thing that happens all over the country of the United States where they do run into problems of harassment, assault, and even sexual assaults sometimes when you're having a shared bathroom. So I, I think the time where you say, Dakota, there's no slippery slope is long past. I think the slope oh, yeah. has been proven to be greased. And uh, mm -hmm. do we have this video we can show before I keep rambling on? Eyes checked. You got to get your eyes checked, right? Get them checked. Does that mean he's high? That's fantastic. You know, because us guys need tampons. I'm really glad that they're looking out for us. I might just take this home with me. 
but I don't want to. I don't want to take these from other guys. Gosh, wow. I mean, if you have so a girlfriend or a mother or sister, yeah, I, I might it. say that maybe you oh, should just bring them home for free guy. for them. Yeah. I don't know why I said brother. I didn't mean that. <laughs> sister, mother, or a girlfriend is what I meant to say. Yeah. Unless your brother is, you know, identifies you know, as a woman. One then. of those menstruating people. I don't know. It's true. We have a but. few uh, uh, women in the back. Does anybody want to give their opinion on this? Mm, no okay no okay well, you know, fair enough uh you know just so the men in the room dominate the conversation right. here I, I keep I pushing mean, for a producer cam they yeah, don't want it's it true but i mean it's it's fair enough though you know it's like you want to put tampons in men's bathroom like great doesn't bother me but the thing is when the people are saying when you literally cannot find tampons on the shelves of yes, grocery right. stores and women can't get them and you're wasting these tampons if there's a tampon shortage maybe prioritize the women who are actually you know Needing the tampons. The, well, there's the a tampon. Bathroom. Yep, there's a tampon shortage now. Somehow in the United States, I'd imagine a lot of these products get made in China, so they like to mess with us. Mm -hmm. um, but there was also, and I believe still is, a baby formula shortage. People found out that they were hoarding a bunch of them at the border facilities in mm. Texas um, because you know non-citizens who break federal laws and traffic people. Not all of them, but they're not sending their best, as you say. Um, when you find out that those pe those are being hoarded down there or overly supplied down there, you can probably find a reason as to why Americans mm. might be mad about it. So the new um, press secretary, uh, what's her first name again? I do not remember. Something Jean-Pierre. And uh, they made a big announcement about how she's a black immigrant lesbian woman, and that's the most important thing that matters. Intersectionality, But is she, but is she good at her job? Is she even as bad as Jen Psaki? I would wager at this point so far... She makes less headlines than Jen Psaki, but she is worse than her. Mm -hmm. No one will be good as Kaylee McEnany, whether you're left or right. She was just prepared for everything and had the binder. So this press secretary tried to pull the binder move uh, yesterday, I think it was, and say, well, you know what? Let me circle back, as I said. And then this is what they found out. Uh, let's play this video that uh, she doesn't know how to circle back. Actually, this is the wrong video. This is a different this, one. This is, but that's what happened. So mm -hmm. she pulled open the binder and she's like, let me circle back to you on this uh, on this uh, shortage of baby formula. I haven't mm -hmm. spoken to you in two days. Can we just actually just find that? I haven't spoken to you in two days about it. And um, I wanted to circle back with you on the information. She starts flipping through her binder. She's like, oh, actually, I have no information for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't seen that one yet. So do we have that? Yeah, still searching. We got it there. Ooh. So uh, thank Pro production team just always saving my ass here. I've gone off on a tangent about a clip that <laughs> we weren't going to play, and now we're going to play it anyways. Uh, do we have it? Go ahead. First, um, what is the White House? Thank you. Olivia. What is the latest update the White House has received on the current infill formula situation across the country? Yeah, let me see if I have anything new for you on that. Uh, she got the binder. She prepared. I think it's been a couple of days since we have asked been asked that question. Okay. I don't have anything new. I know oh, we okay. made some announcements last week. Uh, I don't. I just don't have them in front of me. But if you want to come back and we'll we'll talk through. She's uh, trying hard not to say circle back there. In the past, well, the most recent activities that we've done. First, um, so the reason why she's got no information is because they haven't done anything. Yeah. Or else, why would you not brag about this? Yeah, exactly. It's so sad. So she's doing a great job, as they say. And even Don Lemon's questions were too hard for her on CNN. And we know how Don Lemon is. He's going to make it seem as if anyone who is in the Democratic Party is, is amazing. But it's hard for even CNN these days to not talk about terrible inflation and gas prices. So they're forced to bring a little bit of reality in, even if Biden's not, because he says he doesn't understand mm -hmm. why everybody's upset. Oh, he, doesn't he doesn't want to hear anything about overspending. So... The press secretary was on Don Lemon's show. I don't know what it's called, Don Lemon Tonight or something. And she asked about Biden's, you know, mental acuity yeah. and stamina. And she His was shocked. Longevity. His longevity. <laughs> <laughs> no comments there. Let's play the video. Does the president have the stamina, physically and mentally, do you think, to continue on even after 2024? Don! 
you're asking me this question. Oh my gosh, he's the president of the United States. You know, it, he, I can't even keep up with it. We just got back from New Mexico. We just got back mm. um, from mm. California. That is not a question that we should be even the asking. Just look at the work that he man. does. Yeah, look really. what he's, how he's delivering uh, for the American public. Look, that, what, that, that, that article that we're talking about is hearsay. It's salacious. That's not what we care about. We care about how are we going to deliver for the American people? How are we going to make their lives better? That's what the president talks about. That is his focus. Uh, and that's where we're going to continue uh, to, to focus on. Mr. President, poor Don mm -hmm. Lemon. He finally asked the real question and she yeah. just hates him for it. Well, no, she's not, oh my goodness, I can't believe you're actually asking me. <laughs> Which like, means, who do you think you are, Don Lemon? We're supposed to be on the same side here. Yeah, it's like, excuse me, are you actually asking a question about the health of our highly, I don't know, dementiaed, 84-year-old, frail president? You can't say that. You this is the president that. of the United States. You can't, you can't say question his health. You can't say he can't remember where he is. You can't say that he doesn't look like he's awake most of the time. You can't say he fell asleep during speeches. You can't say that he, uh, you know, had facelifts to make him look younger. You can't say that he had a very racist past. You can't say a lot of stuff. You can't say that the emperor is naked. I'm sorry, Andrew. He good... is wearing clothes. Everybody's using that phrase these days. Um, reminds me of The Emperor's New Groove. It's a fantastic film. I'm I don't think on. I've ever actually seen it, Dakota. Oh, I'm not going to lie. It's a classic. It's a classic. Come on. You I... are ingesting too much Disney. And not um, enough pro LGBTQ content for Pride Month. I think that's one the same these days. It is but actually. The, the People are being offended have. by that. Um, and I keep bringing up Matt Walsh. He's mm. he's hot on the radar these days um, because of his movie. And people are now saying, you know, this is what happens. First, you can't say gay, of course, a misinterpretation of the Florida bill, of mm -hmm. the parental rights bill. And now all of a sudden, even talking about gayness with children is too much. Well, that begs the question about why you need it to be talked about to children in Disney films, which um, the new one, the Buzz Lightyear movie yeah. banned in some Middle Eastern countries. I think Bahrain and Qatar Dubai. were two of them. Dubai is a city, Dakota Christensen. Well, UAE. That's United right. Arab Emirates. That's right. For, but don't Dubai forget the Emirates. Was, Dubai was the big thing. It's like, oh, Dubai is such a, you know, progressive city. So much so that you can't be drunk in public. Yeah. Um, anywhere. Or so much so that if you get... Uh, it, the R word, YouTube, um, if a woman is R'd, then they go to jail for sex out of wedlock. Very progressive city. Nonetheless, uh, Buzz Lightyear has a lesbian couple, I believe, mm -hmm. in the in the film. I believe we have a Rebel News article about this, uh, Olivia. Yeah. Unbelievable. By, uh, the Does one she work we... for the CBC, Dakota? Yeah, that's true. You know, I think we have a Trudeau plant in our midst. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was Nat who wrote it up, I believe. So the point I was making was that it's being injected into Disney, who has openly said in their meetings, released <laughs> um, secretively, of course, by somebody in these meetings, that they want to unironically or unsecretly inject queerness into the videos, and maybe this will mention this Buzz Light Queer Middle East Band movie headline. Light Year over same sex kiss. Is Tim Allen still the voice in this one, or is it because he's younger? He's no, not. It's Chris Evans. Oh, God. Takes over so, what a surprise. Lighter. One of the most hardcore leftists in Hollywood. He's mm. very happy about the gay element our producer uh, mentions. Yeah. Now, it's okay. So the thing is, my take on this is I'm like, okay, this isn't that. Like, I saw Ben Shapiro posting about this, and he mm -hmm. was saying, like, this is, you know, ridiculous. Remember, before take, taking your kids to see this, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, I mean, to be fair, it's a lot more tame than a lot of this stuff. It's like, okay, so there's a lesbian couple in the film, and there's a kiss. I'm sure it's like it's like the last Star Wars movie where there was, like, that two females kissing in the yeah. background of the one thing. The wor really, the worst characters in that in uh, Rogue One, I believe, just... Is that the same I, one? Well, no, Rogue One was like 2016, Andrew. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about episode nine of Star Wars. Like the one with 2019, the pink, December 2019. pink-haired lady leading the fleet. That was episode eight, which was even worse. But uh, I think I, I think she died or something. I don't know. Spoilers both, don't even matter. Because they went light. Uh, they went hyperspeed into hyperspace, whatever yes. it's called. I forget. Through the ships, destroying Star Wars canon. Because why don't you just have a million drone ships going at light speed? through any yes. Imperial ship at any time. That like you're telling me you can't just put it on autopilot. 
Or get yeah. Jedi's to use you, the force. You, know, you don't want to get me started on Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last <laughs> Jedi, because I will go on a Menzies-like tangent. What even were we talking so about? In the film. We we're Disney, talking about yes. lesbian kissing in Disney movies. But they openly said that they were going to put it in. Like, yeah, if, if somebody was, was just like, "Let's just make it a gay couple this time." Yeah. Okay, we haven't done that in a while. Sure. But they just said, we're going to purposely put it in there. It's like saying, like, we're going to purposely put, like, Islamic scripture in the movie. Like, why do you want to force something into a movie? Shouldn't the person who's writing it just mm -hmm. have the idea that maybe that they're going to do this for the point of the story? Yeah, the whole, like, diversity quota type thing of, oh, we have to, you know, make sure there's this and that. I mean, this was cut yeah. and then reinstated. Yeah, that, and that's the thing about the whole, uh, you know, always being banned in these countries. Like, Disney always edits their stuff to let it air in China. That's like, right. you know, what's the, why don't they just edit it out? Come on, Disney. Great series of South Park episodes about Disney and China and uh, Mickey Mouse is having a problem <laughs> with the characters. The Media Regulatory oh, Office man. announced that the animated film Lightyear, which is scheduled for release on June 16th, is not licensed. Um, UAE, as you mentioned. See, the, the thing there is they probably don't care because it will give them a few good points in exchange for being banned in places that aren't huge numbers. Now, if this was in China, as you mentioned, that would be a big problem for them. Mm -hmm. um, they probably won't even have that in China. They'll, it'll probably be cut out for China because yeah. anything that's not, you know, what China wants is not going to go in the movie, whether it's black people, China doesn't like that in their movies, whether it's gay stuff, China doesn't like that in the movies, whether it's pro-Western politics. There's a lot of things China doesn't like in its movies. And sometimes it's like sergeants in the military and commanders mm. in the military that make these decisions. Because, you know, China's a wonderful place. Yeah. But yeah, like on that thing, it's like people saying, like, oh, you know, sexualizing children, this Disney movie, this, you know, these this lesbian kiss. I'm like... I really don't see how that's the argument you can make when it's like if it was a, like a, a traditional heterosexual mom and dad who like kiss each other in this one scene in a children's movie. They like, oh, yeah, it's a good family movie. I'm like, <laughs> OK, like I, I just don't get I mean, of course, I haven't seen the scene, so I don't know how, you know, if just it is graphic nudity, graphic nudity, you know, <laughs> but I, I, I don't know because I saw a bunch of people like, oh, sexualizing children, like because it's a same sex kiss, like any kissing in children's movies, like is that just taboo now? I don't know. I don't know. I just disagree with the point of purposely doing it. If it's a person yeah. who who wrote it and this is what they want to put in it and you're fine with that as a production company, I think that's okay as well. But if you're purposely saying, hey, we this this movie's great, but what it could use is a gay scene, yeah. then that's where I think we've gone I'm too far. I'm thinking of the, uh, the old SNL thing, Will Ferrell, more cowbell. You got to have more cowbell. More gayness. More queerness, as Dylan says. We have any paid chats, producer Olivia, producer Efron? Producer Danielle. I don't know who's back there. Producer Isabel. Really at Rebel News, we have 17 people behind the scenes for every yeah. two people. January 777 says, did I miss something or was Rebel News not covering the release of Freedom George in Ottawa today? I don't know who that is. Yeah. If not, why? Very important slash relevant for Freedom Fighters. I don't know, Dakota. I consider myself in the news industry, and I don't even know who that is. So yeah, is it I, very important and relevant? In the news very industry? important and relevant. You know what? Uh, you're going to have to George send Floyd? us another <laughs> message with some more details because I have no idea who Freedom George, George is. George Floyd? I'm sorry. Yeah. You know somebody it's, was arrested? You, you do for... know he's dead. Uh, I'm sorry. No, Andrew. he's alive in all of us. Okay. Small group of Freedom Fighters. Outside Ottawa Courthouse, where protester organizer George Billings is expected to enter a plea this morning and potentially be released. Efron, who's Freedom George? Is it Bubble Guy? George Billings. Okay. Producer Efron mm -hmm. is at pretty much every freedom protest there is, and he doesn't know who it is. So, and if it's not mm -hmm. George Floyd, then I don't know who it is. Yeah, I, George George Billings apparently. George I, Bush. I, but I, I have to tell you, I've never heard of him before. That was just on the tweet there. You read yeah. George Billings. I'm reading so. George Bush everywhere I go. Everywhere, everyone yeah. is George Bush to me. Probably gonna piss off some viewers. Co Billings is co-accused with Pat King, world savior. WWE champion Pat King. The Pat King of Alberta. Pat King drinking in a reserve in Alberta saying that the government is chasing children into the forest with needles from Air Force bases and then <laughs> camping out outside Alberta, Alberta legislatures with Kellyanne not drinking Wolf 
just the savior. So I yeah. trust them all. Yeah. Well, what kills me with the whole like Pat King thing, whatever. Shouldn't goes, be yeah, in jail Pat, though. Pat, yeah, of course he shouldn't be in jail. But like with the diehard people, like yeah, Pat King, like everyone who's saying he saved Alberta, he's the reason we opened up. <laughs> that was the best summer ever, where they were opened up and then fall came and they closed right back down. So it's like, what? Did he some, defeated the government? He defeated Dakota. the government, but then somehow they just reinstated everything after Pat King got the court to strike it down, which he didn't because they couldn't isolate the virus. Andrew, I don't know what he's charged with. Before yeah. I should, before I say he probably shouldn't be in jail, what's he? charged with well, uh, Pat King I as far as what I'm saying it was just the standard BS mischief charges yeah I mean I, I mean, don't know I don't know I mean he's intimidation and obstructing so I'd have to look into that further yeah. so my stance would be right now is uh I don't from what I understand I, I was reading he's been in jail for a long time he probably should like be. over 100 days he probably should like be. is there really yeah I I don't think he should be but uh also, I'm no, I'm no Pat King fan. If yes, you can't tell. but I digress, as Efron would say. Um, any more paid chats, or should we move on? Okay, go ahead, Dakota. AMT60. I watched Ezra's show last evening, and they are suspending, not dropping mm -hmm. mandates. An excellent point. Still can't go on a cruise and have to wear a mask. Dr. Tam is talking about seventh wave in the fall. They will come back. They better yeah. not. They better not, or else well, I'm going to become yeah. a refugee. That's basically what they've said is like, oh, yeah, well, we're suspending the mandate. So, you know, the summer times when people want to travel and the you know infection rates are low. So we'll, we'll let people have their freedom temporarily. Well, freedom temporarily in the summertime. And then in the fall summertime. comes back. We all need to prepare for what we're going to do individually and collectively. I forget who I'm paraphrasing right now. It was one of them. <laughs> no. It was algebra or Duplo sound like Trudeau, or though. One of the ones. Yeah. If that happens, oh, I'm going please. to Ukraine realizing that they've banned gay marriage and transgenders and mm. then coming back as a refugee because I don't stand for such mm. bigotry. I see. I put the Ukraine flag in my profile on every social media platform and I don't get anything for it. Mm -hmm. and nobody appreciates it. Well, you're just a poor misunderstood soul. Andrew. That's true. Joe Biden, I think we alluded to. Oh, Noble Canadian, $5. Did you see the book on Amazon called How the Prime Minister Stole Freedom? Paperback? Yes, I did. Actually, this morning. Did you? Yes. Nice. I did not. Well, get in the know. Now, Pat the thing King is, hater. paperback, is there a hard cover That's version more of this? Expensive. I know, I just wanted, you know, maybe I want it for my collection of exclusively hardcover novels. Hardcover is better. It makes it feel like a real book. It's hard, but, you know, of course, more expensive. Is it worth? I don't know, Dakota. Um, Joe Biden, he's, I think I alluded to this earlier when he said he's done nothing wrong. He's put the country in the proper direction on the right track. Mm -hmm. um, he's talking about Trump still. There's a clip here where he's talking about how the world sees him as amazing now. Well, maybe like China and thinks he's amazing and Ukraine thinks he's yep. amazing and Saudi Arabia, now that he's buying more oil guy. from them, thinks yep. the big guy is amazing. But I'd have to imagine that people are just like laughing. You know what? How dare you disparage Joe Biden, the savior who rescued us from the evils of Donald Trump? <laughs> well, even uh, if they didn't like Donald Trump, which they probably didn't because he was making yeah. like countries like Germany pay more into NATO and everything. Yeah. They still wouldn't be like, that guy doesn't know where he is right now. He just called me uh, Hunter. I was going to say Bo, but that's kind of mean. Yeah. But they, he called me Hunter. Um, well, let's play this clip. He because There's also another part. Uh, point where he was saying, I'm sick of people talking about overspending. We're changing people's lives. And he did the whole pay their fair share. Pay their he fair always gets in close. It's not wrong. Joe Biden's always right. Uh, let's put the <laughs> The truth is, I've never been more optimistic about America than I am today. I really mean it. Mm -hmm. I travel the world trying to put things back together. You know, Trump did <laughs> not leave a very good situation. You think I'm kidding. No matter where I go in the world, whether it was the Inter-American Conference we just had for the, this, this hemisphere, or NATO, this or hemisphere. dealing with the ASEAN countries, or the Far East, guess what? They look at me and I say, I say America's back, and they look at me and they say, for how long? This is America. We can do any damn thing we put our minds to. And guess what? We're not going back to the false promises of the trickle-down economics. We're going forward. We're going forward. But the truth is... This is a union. Not backwards, not upwards, Sideshow Bob. Forward and twirling towards freedom. He's just saying what Trump said of, like, America's back on the world stage. 
I'm sorry, but what has he done? Like, Dakota, what are his accomplishments? They say that the the economy had the strongest comeback ever. Yeah, mm -hmm. when you go down to zero and yeah. you go back up to 20%, you know you're going to have a 20% increase and be like, this is the greatest comeback we've ever seen when we destroyed the economy and now inflation's through the roof. Yeah, and I, know. I the was only... just reading a headline uh, earlier saying basically all the gains of the recovery are now back in the toilet to pretty much where they were. Russia's so, doing well. Yeah. But, you know, in comparison, <laughs> so Joe Biden, his great accomplishment is helping Russia. I well, see. yeah, that's uh, we're going to take all the oil away that we buy from mm -hmm. Russia, all three to six percent of our crude. Canada doesn't buy any since 2019, mm -hmm. by the way. So when Canada was like, we will, we don't already take any oil, but we promise to not also take more oil. Saudi Arabia is fine. And then Russia was like, OK, we'll make a bigger deal with China and India and continue that uh, gigantic passageway through Eastern Europe and Asia to China, that they're building a giant highway for transportation, and uh, we'll make bigger deals with them, and now the ruble is back doing better than it was before. But I guess we got Zelensky. Mm -hmm. I guess we got this cool guy stripping and stuff and making jokes, wearing the same thing every time. Yeah, the trademark Zelensky jacket that Ben yes. Bankus is so fond of. That's what I was going to say. And uh, he's wearing his like 19, late 90s military like discarded mm -hmm. hand-me-downs, basically. Oh, yeah. Because that's what they give, like, the old unpatterned stuff is basically mm -hmm. what the U.S. and Canadian military used to use. And then it gets sold to, you know, lesser countries, if I'm allowed mm -hmm. to say that. Um, but, you know, God bless Zelensky. Yes. God Fighting for our freedoms. Zelensky. <laughs> well, you know, the freedoms of the Ukrainian people who are suffering. Well, nobody, like, Putin. everybody has to say that, but now yeah. we don't even need, like, everybody gets it. Like, you're, if you're not a piece of garbage, you don't want people to die who aren't involved yes. in their government's, you know, faux democracy battle of nonsense yes. where Russia and Ukraine are obviously both not cool. Totally not cool. But uh, I think it's pretty universal to condemn invasion of another country. <laughs> I, don't I don't think say. that's that controversial. This, the re-seizure of the USSR yeah. isn't a popular one. Mm. But uh, don't bomb your own country, Zelensky. Don't bomb the eastern parts of your country just because they kind of like Russia. And then mm. Putin, don't invade former states of your own. And then we'll all be pretty happy. But uh, as Nigel Farage says, you shouldn't be begging Ukraine to join NATO and all this stuff that... in uh, instigates Russia, but it's not an excuse. What I'm saying is Zelensky sucks, Dakota. And it was only a couple years ago we were just like, Hunter Biden, Ukraine, corruption, mm. all this stuff, Burisma. Um, again, if you want to go mm. another route, they don't allow gay marriage, everybody. Yeah, no, I thought the funniest thing was, the, was uh, this was a while ago. I think he talked about this on another stream, is Candace Owens uh, with her whole thing of, it was like New York Times or something was writing to her, talking about, oh, some comments you made about Ukraine being corrupt. Like, where do you get your ideas? This is, you know, <laughs> from trying you? To, trying to do a fact check on her. And she's like, uh, actually from you and sent a bunch of headlines over from Ukraine, super corrupt, whatever, whatever articles from like, I don't know, 2019, 2020. It's only corrupt when somebody else is running against Joe Biden. Mm. When... Hillary or Mayor Pete or Camel A. Harris, Kamala Harris. Just makes me think of like cigarettes when I hear her name mm -hmm. is why I camel cigarettes. Um, and who else? Beto. Oh, yeah. He was also in there. Everybody was in there. Eric Swalwell, the guy who slept with a spy. Oh, yeah. They were all being like, Joe Biden sucks. He's old. It's time to get somebody new and fresh. And he's Kamala yeah. was saying he's racist and everything. Yeah. She very well could be. But uh, now that he's the president and nobody likes him and they're hiding Kamala Harris for all yeah. of 2022, it's, you know, let's forget about it. And we're doing a great job. Buy your electric car. Yeah, and it's great to see all the Democrats now, like, refusing to AOC. get behind, yeah, like, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. It's, it's great. If they, I can't remember the last time Kamala Harris made, like, a big public appearance because every yeah. time she speaks, she just laughs about nothing and then doesn't get to the point at all. She had the thing where she spoke to child actors at the yeah. White House. She had the thing where... Um, the buses. The buses. She mentioned that buses. she hadn't... They ask when she's going to the border, and she's like, we've been to the border. And the reporter goes, you haven't been to the border. She goes, I haven't been to Europe either. Mm. It's the same thing. It's true. You know, I miss the good old days, you know, of months ago when Kamala Harris was in the spotlight. <laughs> and we had uh, a, a halfway entertaining press secretary and Jen Psaki would circle back rather than. Because, like, this new press, like, she's worse at her job, but she's a little more boring. She's yes, not as, course. you know, like, Jen Psaki, there were a lot of clips coming out. It was entertaining. She had her thing with uh, Peter. Ducey. Ducey. 
and that was, you know, the the fun uh, little it was little bit of chemistry they had going on there. I'd they stop. say Biden's running again, which is why they're asking for endorsements. And yeah. I can't wait. Like, if it's just Trump v. Biden too, then go for it. People want yeah. Ron DeSantis, and of course, and I do think he's better than Trump. But I say let Trump. If Ron DeSantis is a hundred, you support him a hundred percent. You support Trump, let's say mm-hmm. fifty or sixty percent. Let Trump have another run at it and then save DeSantis for the next time where it would be more difficult to win. It's very fair. Like, yeah, Trump's going to win. See, the thing with with Trump, it's like I, I accept the fact that, like, yes, the media in a large part won that battle in terms of a large section of the American public have been convinced that Trump is some evil, racist, you know, Hitler figure. And so I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Like, you know, we can move on. But. At this point, oh, if you just do a rerun of the uh, 2020 election, it would be such a landslide. Well, that's what we a lot of people thought, but then you know, can't talk about it on YouTube. The results. Yeah, yeah I mean, two thousand mules and yeah, uh, yeah, all of that. The securing that New York Times said that they did of the election or whoever the, it was. The fortifying. Fortifying. The fortifying. Excuse me, election. Dakota. Dif- different from securing. We're fortifying yeah. like those mobile games. Fortify your mobile Fortify. Base. Um, any more chats? I think we run out of time. Wow. Two more? Let's hit those chats. Fraser McBurney says, talking about crimes, Dateline California, 33% of men in prison applied to transfer to women's prisons. The world has gone mad. Just let them, you bigots. Yeah. How dare you complain about imprisoning men with women? Who's that? Producer Lincoln J, TV star, just walked in the room. Anything to say? Men going to women's prisons, Lincoln? Any comments? No, no comment. comment. That's yeah. safe. He's a safe guy. You know, He's a TV star for a reason. TV's looking Jay. He can't afford to ruin that reputation. <laughs> so got to keep it clean. Uh, Juta Bursi. Juta Bursi. Juta Bursi. Star Wars. The world is going to hell in a handbasket. A wicker yeah. basket. A wicker hand basket? Is that something so. you made like a crafts class? You know? um, that's where I take my picnics mm. with, with, with wicker baskets. I and, do like uh, wicker baskets. But yes. Neighborhood bears. Yeah, yeah, but I, I would say it's a fair comment, a general decline of the world all around. Uh, <laughs> in yes. terms of wicker baskets? Well, just... In, oh, no, world, uh, the <laughs> world going into hell in a handbasket. You know, I'm now. sure it's a nice handbasket, a wicker basket, all of that. A but picnic yes, basket, The Dakota. bottom line is the trajectory is downward. It is. Thus to hell. But the transgender versus activist is here, if not here. Iceberg, Roy ahead. Anyways... Um, I think we're out of time, Dakota. Adam Ottawa. Adam Ottawa has chimed in saying he is a gay dude. Not all of us in the Great Britain lesbian world uh, (laughs) are in favor of drag teaching. Of course not. That's what we're saying. Parents would be shocked to see what happens in dressing rooms, cocaina, intercourse, and HIV. Yes. I don't know where we're going with this, Dakota. I feel like you got to go David Letterman and throw the cards at the screen. Because we're out of time. We're, they're coming in. Go ahead, Dakota. Oh, John Carroll, $3. Andrew, you were wondering about another example. What about strip clubs? Our kids are allowed there. Yeah, no. I don't think I was wondering about the example, I, I but I agree. Yeah. No, they are not. And they shouldn't be. Oh, they should not be. Yeah. January 777. New movie coming near you. Why do our veterans get one minute of silence per year, yet confused genders get one month? hey That's a good you point. You know, in America, they also get Veterans Day. There's two days in America, right? Veterans Day and Memorial Day. And Memorial Day. And one of them's on Remembrance Day, right? No. No? Neither are, I don't think. Or it's one of them? I don't think so. Oh, I don't but know the, the I think the distinction is like Veterans Day is for like living veterans, Memorial Day yes, is for the for, fallen. That's fair. You know? That's fair. May we honor our Chinese gods. January triple seven again. Go ahead. Yeah. Freedom George, Pat King political prisoners know who he is now. You know, I'll never forget George Floyd personally. I'm uh I've got him on a shirt. I'm what they call a George Floyd conservative. Um mm. I'm not familiar with who Pat King is, actually. I'm not sure who that is. I think uh Captain Picard, Patrick Stewart comes to mind. Uh George Floyd, Patrick Stewart. Maybe there's a combination, a remix going on there. But uh, wow. no, I don't know who you're talking about. Yes, January triple seven Freedom Rally trucker organizers. Yes, I do think. What is a Freedom Rally? What is a truck? What is a Freedom Rally truck organization? I thought it was unspearheaded. No, uh, who's the woman who who got arrested for it? Um, Tamara Lich. Yes, I know who Tamara Lich is. She shouldn't have been in jail. I'll say that. Um, and she got out, I believe. 
Yes, she did. With some stringent bail conditions. as Joyful the from the heart. Last night on Ezra's show, he interviewed Brian Peckford's lawyer in the second half of the show. Is it possible to get that available for everyone? You know where it's available for everyone, Dakota? <laughs> on RebelNewsPlus.com for only $8 a month. For my show and Misunderstood and David Menzies and Sheila Gunn Reed's show. Netflix is like $20 a month now and it kind of sucks. It's not as good as Amazon, and both do not have myself or Ezra's show. So I would encourage you to go get that. There is stuff released weekly that's free. Yes. And including I, my I, show. I would say also, if you, if you want to pay, go ahead and get that free trial. But also, um, <laughs> but also if you're trying what? to share with people, we do post clips from the show mm -hmm. every week. I'm not sure about whether or not that full segment will be posted. We do do that occasionally if it's a very significant interview. Um, I think we might just be posting a clip from it. But uh, I would, again, encourage those who do want to watch it, subscribe to RebelNewsPlus.com. Uh, my episode is available for free every week, but you don't get the bonus segments where I ask the most controversial questions. It's true. And we, yeah, we do release later. I think we're in the habit now of at least one episode a week of the Ezra Levant Show, the ad version. Because we're releasing free versions of the show mm -hmm. with ads, but I'm not sure that's happening with every episode of Ezra's show, because this is a daily show. and We, we release one free episode a week from it. You're missing 80%. <sighs> It's true. You said two paid chats. We're up to 96 now. Well, we're up to more. Bausch says, oh. hi, my name is Daniel. Four out of five of my opinions are wrong most of the time. That's very honorable of you. But I think Trudeau is going to avoid James Top, who is marching to Ottawa. Trudeau already has to quarantine for, quote, COVID. I think that's a fair bet, you know? I mean, this is the second or third time he's got it, and he's probably quadruple vaxxed. And good thing, you know, he just said you just got it. I just hope you get boosted. Or else things could have been worse. Yeah. Yeah, bottom line, I don't think Trudeau is going to meet with James Toff because he's a dangerous anti-vaxxer because he believes in freedom. It's all a relative dangers, Dakota. Yes. Is that it? Are there any more paid chats? Okay, rebelnews.com slash live streams is where you get the daily feed of where we've uploaded it primarily by the wonderful web team in the back. Rumble, Super U, Odyssey, Getter, and even YouTube, yes. We are so mm -hmm. thankful for you guys to watching. I'm Dakota Christensen. He's Dakota Christensen. Okay. We are both Dakota. Then Christensen. I'm actually Andrew. I made a mistake there. <laughs> wow. Um, go to your local drag queen story time. Read. Just love. I think we need more drag queen story times. Once a day. Once an hour. We should do a drag queen story time with Matt Walsh's book. We should do a drag queen story time with David Menzies, dressed as a drag queen, but also mm -hmm. every person in the audience is also David Menzies. That sounds it's like a lot of filming. Watch. It's a lot of filming to do, a lot of production, but um, I think we can accomplish it. Yep. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Final words, Dakota. Uh, do you have a catchphrase to end it on? Like, do stay I have sane. A catchphrase? Stay sane. Uh, you know what? I just we're all we're all gonna die. You know what? Keep uh, fit and have fun. Yeah, that's be fair. alert and stay safe. Yeah, I agree with all those statements.